0: Well, Talisa Gill, founder of 10X Marketing, welcome to Business Unlimited.
1: Thank you, thank you for having me.
0: Great to have you with us. You're based in Rotherham, which is our patch, South Yorkshire. Want to find out a little bit about you, about what makes you tick, go back in time and understand what led you to be the founder of 10X Marketing, and then we'll bring it up to date and then we'll look forward to where the business is going. But tell us about you, first of all, who's Talisa and what led you into the marketing industry?
1: Yeah, cool. So I believe that I've actually come from quite an entrepreneurial background from the family loom, you could say. So I had grandparents that was farmers and owned their own high street shop. So again, they had their own business. And then a bit of a strange business and it's a very topical and it kicks a conversation off wherever I go is my dad actually breeds birds of prey on a very very big scale so he's like the UK's largest breeder of falcons. So from a young age I've actually been able to to travel the world a little bit with his job. He exports out to the Middle East so from a young age I've been able to go out there usually twice a year and I'd go to see his clients with him so I've kind of always had that spark of always wanting that freedom of having your own business. And I always knew that eventually I did want to have my own business, but I did the traditional route. So I went to university, did a placement year, and I actually started my first business while starting university, which not many people know. I only had the business for a couple of years, but it was a good learning curve at a young age at like 19 years old. So I actually decided to import a range of home decor products from the Middle East. uh, And then I set up my own website. I did my own kind of sales event. And did all the social media and kind of sold these products and then I'd say my, my big girl's job first off was working for a maritime company and I kind of grew with that business. I came on the board as the marketing manager and we actually sold that business to a big PLC so that was a good learning curve and then that yeah I left there and started TEDx marketing and here I am three years later best decision I ever made.
0: Fantastic. What a great story. I can relate because I'm from a farming background as well. So farming's in my heritage and a love of the land. And obviously with that maritime business, you started to learn mm-hmm. the tricks of the trade of marketing. What was it about marketing that you felt really suited you?
1: I think it's more the creativity aspect that I loved. I mean, I am, well, my partner always says to me, I'm a marketer's dream. Um from being a consumer, like I take in all sorts of marketing, but I learned from it as well. So When I was at university, I actually studied um, an international business degree, so I didn't specialise down in marketing straight away. I then specialised down into global marketing. It was the area that I found the most interesting. I'm not a financing numbers girl at all. That's the area that I hate as a business owner, but the creative aspect of creating exciting content, being very visual in the design and the words was kind of the area that I loved of marketing.
0: So when you decided to set up 10x marketing, there's a story there, obviously, as to why the name, what were you thinking then? Where did you think you would specialise? What did you think your unique selling proposition would be in what is quite a busy marketplace for marketing agencies? Yeah. What was your thinking as you set the business up in terms of how you would grow, how you would, what your vision was at that point?
1: Yeah, so funny story. There was two kind of reasons why I picked the name. One is originally when I first started the business, I had 10 areas of marketing or services that I offered out as a business. I don't now, but I did when I started the business, because I think you kind of niche down a little bit as you grow and learn the industry. But I also love the fact of that like I could guarantee people that I'd like 10x either their amount of Followers or leads, clients, I was really passionate about trying to work with the marketing strategies to 10x whatever their goal could be. So again, I love that side. And another reason actually is whatever I did in terms of big pillar pieces of content. So whether that be a blog, an email, a lead magnet for clients, I could repurpose that into 10 different ways as well. So that was another kind of strategy. So a blog can be repurposed down into you know, social media posts. It could be an email signatures, an email campaign, a newsletter, a video clip. So I always kind of brought it back round to 10X in whatever we was working on together. But where I've kind of took the business in a different direction, and I now class ourselves as content marketing experts. So what we do is we really specialize down in creating educational, emotive, and entertaining organic marketing. I don't touch anything now in the paid world. I'll leave that to the experts. I don't really do much of the technical SEO either. So I just want to help people tell their story and take their audience through a journey to hopefully convert them into a lead and then into a customer or a client as well.
0: And what do you mean by the word organic? Because if anybody hasn't heard that term, even content marketing, how would you how do you deconstruct that and, and really spell out what those mean?
1: Yeah so organic is using free methods of marketing so that might be creating social media posts so you're not putting any money behind them you're not putting any paid ads or budget behind and it can be email marketing as well because obviously you might have to pay for your email platform which is the tool but you're not actively having to pay for like ad spend like you do on google and things like that so really putting organic methods in front of their audience as part of what I class is like inbound marketing so it's talking to your audience and getting them warmed up to actually come to you and they want the product rather than you trying to find that audience by like a telemarketing kind of route so you are really getting the customers to know who you are like who you are and trust who you are so when they eventually they do want that product or service that you're offering you're at the front, forefront of their minds and they come to you first because they see you as the leader and you've been in front of them a lot and they start to like who you are engage with your content and hopefully that you know convert them into a client as well
0: i think a lot of businesses think marketing is this mysterious thing that they have to outsource <laughs> and they don't yeah. fully understand it what would your simple definition of marketing be
1: ooh a good question so for me, for marketing, it's telling, you know, your business into a story for your audience. So it's speaking to the right target audience with the right messaging, whether that's on a website, on a social media platform, through an email. It's, you know, learning about your audience and knowing where they hang out and what messaging and promotional aspects you can put in front of them at the right time.
0: Very good. And of course, for a profit, hopefully getting a return on your investment in into the number oh, of customers. Yeah, yeah. You're that you, you get from
1: investment. A big learning curve as well, though, for marketing is different levels to marketing. So you've got to look at your brand awareness, you know, at the beginning as well and obviously pull them down that pipeline to hopefully become a client.
0: And in that three years since you started, you've grown, you've grown quite quickly. Tell us about what that journey of growth has looked like and, and the team that you've now grown as well.
1: Yes, we have now a team of six, all women, uh, which didn't actually plan for it to be, you know, women only business when I first started out. It's just kind of been look of the draw and who's been right for the job at the right time. But we are six women. It is a remote based business still. So I've not had the need yet to have an office and have that kind of extra cost, which has been quite nice in terms of being able to grow the business financially a little bit easier. But, yeah, we've got over 30 clients now. Most in the UK, but we do have an odd client that is in the Middle East. And we've got, we've had a few that have been based in the US as well. My goal is to become more of an international based company because obviously that's what I did my degree in. It's what I've got a passion for in terms of the traveling and working with different cultures and different marketing industries. But yes, we've done quite well in the last three years and I can't wait now to see. Now we're over that big hump where they always stay after three years. Once you've passed that, it should become a little bit easier. And to be honest, I've not really found massive challenges. It's probably, you know, it's been a nice steady growth. But what I've tried to focus on is always putting that kind of growth back into the business, into the resource of the team, because they're the experts. And, you know, it's a resource based business. We've got to have the right people who can deliver the right content. The most important thing for me is making sure the person's the right cultural fit. They've got to, you know, they've got to meet all our values as a business and work collectively, you know, together in a really nice culture, because that's, you know, one important factor for me as a business owner to lead the business forward.
0: And how would you summarise that culture as part of your USP?
1: So I'd say we've got um, a very fun and balanced culture. My biggest selling point to my team is that freedom in the workplace. That was the biggest reason that I went self-employed. Freedom to me is my biggest core value. Don't get me wrong, I'm a very routined and organized person. But what I love about being, you know, a business owner is every day is my own. I'm not strict to that nine till five. Like I believe everyone works so differently. I've got people in my team that are bright eyed and bushy tailed at 6am. And I've got people that are bright eyed and bushy tailed at, you know, 8pm in an evening. And I want people to have that freedom in the business to work the times that work best for them. You know, I don't want people to look back when they're 60 years old ready to retire and think I've hated my working life. All I've done is work there's got to be that balance of the work and play culture which I really try and and instill within the team as well
0: very good and what about lessons in the business of business as you've grown I mean you mentioned at the beginning you don't like numbers you can't (laughs) ignore numbers if you're a business owner so that aside what other lessons do you feel you've learned how do you feel that you've grown as a businesswoman during this last three years
1: I'd say always stick to, you know, your values and your culture on why you started the business. So I'm quite passionate about coming back to that on a monthly basis. So that's been a really good learning point. But away from that, I'd say get a business coach. So someone like yourself, Tim, that's helped me incredibly because it's always nice having that other person that's at the end of the phone for questions that you might have. I mean, if you've never done it before, you've never done it before and you don't know what you don't know. So it's really nice having that piece of advice along the journey with you. So I'd always recommend someone to get a business coach. Develop a culture that you love yourself first. Don't think about others. Do it for what you and your purpose is on why you've built a business and enrich that amongst the team. And then also don't forget to stop uh, developing yourself as well. So you might think you've kind of got it all as a business owner, but you've got to keep going with that self-development journey. And obviously, again, pushing that through the team and making sure everyone's becoming their best self within the business as well. So they're definitely lessons that I've kind of learned along the way. I mean, it's always been a roller coaster, as I'm sure it is for many business owners. There's been, you know, times where you think, oh, my God, can this get any worse? Or you might have a sleepless night. But overall, I feel like the journey has been incredible. And I don't look at the last three years of anything more than positive and the best decision that I have, you know, ultimately ever made.
0: Brilliant. And what have you learned about yourself in that journey?
1: I'm an incredibly organized person, (laughs) which everyone says to me, which is a nice factor to have, but definitely that. I've got to have a routine as well, because once I'm out of that routine, it's very, very hard for me to stay motivated. The first couple of years, it took a lot of my time and, I couldn't go anywhere without my laptop, which was a very, very bad habit to have. But I'm sure most people have that in the first few years because ultimately it's you that's growing the business forward and you're at the forefront of the business that everyone seems to come to you. But I'd say now over the last year, now I've got the right people in the right seats and I've got a really sustainable team that I can trust wholeheartedly with the business. It's now enabled me to have a little bit more me time and get more of that freedom, which was the reason why I started the business in the first place. And I'll always say to people... Anything could change next week. I could have 10 clients that leave. I could have two members of staff that leave. And that means that I'm back in the business on <laughs> a mega scale. But I do really try now and embrace the culture of having that freedom and having my day routine to how I want that to be.
0: And if you had to start the business again three years ago, would you do anything differently than you've done over the last three years?
1: I think one, one aspect is probably... Spending more time on my personal brand before I started the business. And only one reason for that is I feel like now looking at the personal brand space and how big, you know, influencers can be and core thought leaders in an industry. Once they've got an audience already about talking what they're passionate about, any business they set up and any paid product or service that they offer is a lot easier to sell and grow at than it is just starting from a pure scratch. But ultimately, I guess another one would maybe not starting with the 10 aspects of marketing and trying to stretch myself too thin, probably should have niched down a little bit quicker, but I was quite agile to react to that as quickly as I could do and change the business around. So yeah, I'd say they're, they're the two, but do you know what? I really don't look back and think I'd do that much differently because I'm actually happy on how the journey's been. I know that might sound very self-proficient or whatever you might want to call it, but Yeah, I am actually proud on how we've grown and the steps that we've taken, you know, to get the business where it is.
0: That's really good. I suppose the question then to bring it towards a close is what will it look like in five years time? What will 10x marketing look like in five years time and where will you be in that journey in five years time?
1: So ultimately, I do want to grow obviously the team and the amount of clients that we're working with. But a big passion for me and a project that I'm going to start working on in the second half of this year is to try and move the business more into the Middle Eastern market. So I keep calling it 10X Marketing Dubai, that I'd love to kind of have more clients out in Dubai. It's my favorite place away from home. That comes a little bit from my dad's business and being able to travel out there for a long time. But yeah, if I could have like six months of the year there and six months of the year here, That'd kind of be my perfect scenario. I have a couple of clients there, like I mentioned, but they are from the kind of traditional maritime industry. And I'd like something a little bit more creative and interesting of clients. Uh, but yeah, so the second half of this year, I'm really going to focus down on what that strategy can look like and how I can you know, network and grow more of a presence out in Dubai and the other UAE cities around that as well
0: that's a great vision and certainly thinking about spending 6 months out of the country somewhere else a lot of people would probably
1: yeah
0: that would resonate with them so uh, very very exciting you talked about the importance of a business coach i mean who's been the biggest influence in your life as a businesswoman in this journey
1: i've got to say my dad so my dad's got the most amazing work ethic he is doing incredibly well he is at the forefront of his industry worldwide is kind of known as as the top kind of falcon breeder so to see him especially at this time of year so from March to August he doesn't even leave the house for longer than an hour that's how hard working the kind of falconry kind of breeding season is so he's definitely showed me maybe a little bit too much of a work ethic and you know when I might have An hour off early of the workday, and if he sees that, he'll be like, "So, what you doing? Why you not working?" So that's sometimes a little bit of a balance that I have to kind of argue with him on. But yeah, for for what he's kind of shown me and how he's kind of motivated me to always have my own business and have my own freedom, you know, that's been incredible to me. And he's also taught me about other areas of investment like property. So yeah, he's definitely the biggest person that I look up to in the business world.
0: That's right, and. If people are interested in your services, they haven't heard of you before, based here in South Yorkshire or beyond or in Dubai, how can they get hold of you?
1: Yeah, so you can either connect with me on LinkedIn because I'm very active on there. So if you search Talisa Gill, or if you want to visit our website, which is 10x-marketing.co.uk, you can find all our emails and forms to connect with me. I've set up a call as well. So yeah, the website or LinkedIn is the best place to find me.
0: That's brilliant. Well, Talisa, so good to talk to you. Thank you so much for telling us your story and being honest about that—the uh, highs and the lows. But Thank you. great to see the success that you've been enjoying. May long it continue. Uh, wish you all the best for the future. Thanks for being with us.
1: Amazing. Thank you very much, Tim.